Hi, welcome to Medicines and Stuff podcast. My name is Jerry Kempney. I'm a GB-based pharmacist independent prescriber, and here I talk about medicines and variety of healthcare topics to help you to learn more about this fascinating stuff. This podcast contains information for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Episode number 63, Alendronic Acid. Alendronic acid is a type of medicine called a bisphosphonate. Bisphosphonates prevent the breakdown of bone and are used to treat osteoporosis and to prevent fractures. Uh, they are adsorbed uh, onto hydroxyapatite crystals in bone, slowing both their rate of growth and dissolution, and therefore reducing the rate of bone turnover. There is no direct effect on bone formation. In osteoporosis studies, alendronate was effective when administered at least 30 minutes before the first food or beverage of the day. Studies in rats uh, show that alendronate uh, transiently distributes to soft tissues following 1 mg per kilogram intravenous administration, uh, but is then rapidly re- redistributed to bone or excreted in the urine. The mean steady state volume of distribution exclusive of bone is at least uh, 28 liters in humans. Concentrations of drug in plasma following therapeutic oral doses are too low for analytical detection. Uh, it's below 5 nanograms per milliliter. Protein binding in human plasma is approximately 78%. There's no evidence that alendronate is metabolized in animals or humans. The terminal half-life in humans is estimated to exceed uh, 10 years, reflecting a release of alendronate from the skeleton. Alendronate is not excreted through the acidic or basic transport systems uh, of the kidney in rats, and thus it is not anticipated to interfere with the excretion of other medicinal products by those systems in humans. Indications and dose in a treatment of postmenopausal osteoporosis uh, by mouth um, in adults, female, is 10 mg daily, alternatively 70 mg once weekly. Treatment of osteoporosis in men by mouth or adults, 10 mg daily. Prevention and treatment of corticosteroid-induced osteoporosis in postmenopausal women and not receiving hormone replacement therapy. Uh, by mouth or adults, it's 10 milligrams uh, daily. Uh, to permit adequate absorption of alendronate, um, it must be taken at least 30 minutes before the first food, beverage, or medicinal product of the day with plain water only. Other beverages, including mineral water, food, and some medicinal products, are likely to reduce the absorption of alendronate facilitate delivery to the stomach and thus reduce the potential for local and esophageal irritation um, adverse experiences should only be swallowed upon arising for the day with a full glass of water not less than 200 milliliters patients should only swallow the alendronic acid whole um, they sh- should not crush or chew the tablet or allow the tablet to dissolve in their mouth because of a potential for oropharyngeal ulceration. Uh, patients should not lie down for at least 30 minutes after taking alendronic acid and until after the first food of the day. 
Alendronic acid should not be taken at bedtime or before arising for the day. Patients should receive supplemental calcium and vitamin D if dietary intake is inadequate. MHRA CHM advice from June 2011 um, is about atypical uh, femoral fractures. Um, they've been reported rarely with bisphosphonate treatment, mainly in patients receiving long-term treatment for osteoporosis. The need to continue bisphosphonate treatment for osteoporosis should be re-evaluated periodically based on an assessment of the benefits and risks of treatment for individual patients, particularly after five or more years of use. Patients should be advised to report any thigh, hip or groin pain during treatment with a bisphosphonate. Discontinuation of bisphosphonate uh, treatment in patients suspected to have an atypical femoral fracture should be considered after an assessment of the benefits and risks of continued treatment. MHRA CHM advice on uh, bisphosphonate related to osteonecrosis of the jaw from November 2009 and intravenous bisphosphonates uh, further measures to minimize risk from July 2015. Um, the risk of osteonecrosis of the jaw is substantially uh, greater for patients receiving intravenous bisphosphonates in the treatment of cancer than for patients receiving oral bisphosphonates for osteoporosis or Paget's disease. Risk factors for developing osteonecrosis of the jaw that should be considered are potency of bisphosphonate, the highest for zoledronate, route of administration, cumulative dose, uh, duration and type of malignant disease, concomitant treatment, smoking, comorbid conditions and history of dental disease. All patients with cancer and patients with poor dental status should have a dental checkup and any necessary remedial work should be performed before bisphosphonate treatment or as soon as possible after starting treatment. Patients should also uh, maintain good oral hygiene, receive routine dental checkups and report any oral symptoms such as dental mobility pain or swelling, non-healing sores or discharge uh, to a doctor or dentist during treatment. And before prescribing an intravenous uh, bisphosphonate, patients should be given a patient reminder card and informed of the risk of osteonecrosis of the jaw. Uh, patients should be advised to tell the doctor if they have any problems with their mouth or teeth before starting treatment and if the patient wears dentures they should make sure that their dentures fit properly. Patients should tell the doctor and dentist that they are receiving an, an intravenous bisphosphonate if they need dental treatment of, or dental surgery. MHRA CHM advice from December 2015 um, benign idiopathic osteonecrosis of the external auditory canal has been reported very rarely with bisphosphonate treatment, mainly in patients receiving long-term therapy, uh, two years or longer. The possibility of osteonecrosis of the external auditory canal should be considered in patients receiving bisphosphonates who present with ear symptoms, including chronic ear infections or suspected cholesteatoma. Risk factors for developing Osteonecrosis of the external auditory canal include, include steroid use, 
chemotherapy infection, and ear operation, or cotton bud use. Patients should be advised to report any ear pain discharged from the ear or an ear infection during treatment with bisphosphonate. Contraindications include abnormalities of the esophagus and other factors which delay esophageal emptying, such as stricture or calcalasia, inability to stand or sit upright for at least 30 minutes, and hypocalcemia. Alendronate can cause local irritation of the upper GI mucosa because there is a potential for worsening of the underlying disease. Caution should be used when alendronate is given to patients with active upper GI problems such as dysphagia, esophageal disease, gastritis, duodenitis, ulcers, or with a recent history uh, within a previous year, or major GI disease such as peptic ulcer, or active GI bleeding or surgery of the upper GI tract. Alendronate is not recommended for patients with renal impairment where creatinine clearance is less than 35 milliliters per minute. Hypercalcemia must be corrected before initiating therapy. Um, other disorders affecting mi mineral metabolism, such as vitamin D deficiency and hypoparathyroidism, should also be effectively treated before starting this medicinal product. In patients with these conditions, serum calcium and symptoms of hypercalcemia should be monitored uh, during therapy. Due to the positive effects, effects of alendronate in increasing bone mineral decreases in serum calcium and phosphate may occur, especially in patients taking glucocorticoids in whom calcium absorption may be decreased. Uh, these are usually small and asymptomatic. However, there have been rare reports of symptomatic hypocalcemia, which have occasionally been severe and often occur in patients with predisposing conditions, e.g. hypoparathyroidism, vitamin D deficiency, and calcium malabsorption. Ensuring adequate calcium and vitamin D intake is particularly important in patients receiving glucocorticoids. Common or very common side effects include alopecia, anemia, appetite decreased, arthralgia, asthenia, chills, constipation, diarrhea, dizziness, dysphagia, electrolyte imbalance, eye inflammation, fever, gastritis, GI discomfort, headache, influenza-like illness, malaise, myalgia, nausea, esophageal ulcer, esophagitis, in, in as a forget this end, the also uh, the andronite should be discontinued. Pain, peripheral edema, renal impairment, skin reactions, uh, taste altered, vomiting, GI disorders, joint swelling, and vertigo. It should be avoided in pregnancy and breastfeeding. And um, andronic acid was approved for medical use in 1996 and initially sold under the brand uh, name Fosamax. So that's all about the, the alendronic acid. I hope it's helpful. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll speak to you in the next episode.